0: vibrant, elegant, exquisite. I would probably wear this jacket on my way to have tea and crumpets
1: on a beautiful Monday morning.
2: (laughs) And welcome back to
1: Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, and this is my dear, sweet Dallas friend, Aaliyah.
0: Hey, everybody.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
2: Good, good. So you, you talk to Doyen a lot, huh?
0: Yeah, except for when I'm being ridiculous and not responding <laughs> to text messages because I'm overwhelmed by the stimuli.
1: Oh, by the world. <laughs>
0: that too. That too.
1: There's one time I text her. I was like, will you stop being light-skinned and respond to my text messages? That's
0: usually like the appropriate flag. And I'm like, oh, I've been light-skinned for so far too long. For the record, I'm not light-skinned at all. But, you know, that she, DNA test has me at has 25%. Called,
2: she has called me light-skinned before, too, and I'm definitely not. Everybody lighter than me is light-skinned.
0: <laughs> I only showed you my partial DNA test, yeah. too. So I didn't want to give you any more. Um motivation <laughs> yes that that word too,
2: okay, so uh doing it, why don't you tell us how everything's been going the past few days and what you're drinking?
1: Um, I had a decent weekend um didn't really do anything super exciting. I did go to a Super Bowl party yesterday, but it was the game was boring, so I was in the gym a lot um yeah. I, don't, I can't remember anything impactful that happened about life in the past <laughs> mm. okay well what are you drinking um i'm keeping it simple so um i'm drinking a texas beer called um blood and honey by revolver brewing mm, um, that's delicious in Texas, everybody drinks it so. mm-hmm. <laughs> mm.
2: okay and aliyah what have you been doing the past few days and what are you drinking?
0: I've been adulting. Um, yeah, like hardcore adulting. Um, my disclaimer is that I think I'm like ten years older than everybody. I have like a nine year old and I do adult things on occasion. So I haven't told Doyen this, but I bought a new truck, so I'm officially a Texan. Oh, <laughs> And doing stuff with my daughter over the weekend, i.e. homework. And I'm drinking. I had these plans of having this glamorous drink today, a kyperina, but in reality it just turned into vanilla gene beam and coke because
1: <laughs> <Hey>.
0: life. <laughs>
1: That's Two one of my faves. <laughs> You're 10 years older than me. <laughs> Ten years older than you. I'm
0: like a whole Gen Xer.
1: <laughs> so, um, My
2: days haven't been that glamorous either. I was sick this weekend, still kind of hanging over a little now. So I am drinking what I call a kind of toddy and it is just some, um, tea. It's tea that I got from the health food store called throat coat. (laughs) That's
1: so suggestive.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It really is, but, (laughs) um, and of course I added a little bourbon to it, so.
1: That's, that's my drink mm. for the night. So when I was dying in Mississippi of allergies, I asked <laughs> my little sister to make me eat this tea. And she put like cayenne, cinnamon, red pepper plate, and she was like, Once you get to the solid part, stop drinking. <laughs> that is oh that is that a sounds
0: like,
1: a... like the cinnamon just like congeals at the bottom. <laughs> but it works. That's like the
0: lemonade diet meets an
1: that's, that's exactly online it. youtube that's trend exactly contest yeah <laughs> it was a lot but it worked <laughs> oh wow wow okay that's
2: good
0: for, for and... my part two drink i'm gonna have some white hennessy and i'm trying to decide if i'm gonna be completely ratchet and add coke or just drink it straight
2: Okay, where did you get white Hennessy? From (laughs)
0: overseas. And also, I just got married last year, and one of my favorite cousins gifted me a bottle of white Hennessy because black.
2: I mean, I don't understand why we can't have it over here. I'm not understanding
0: that. Yeah, I think it's just a status Um, symbol of nothingness. Someone said that it tastes like wet pennies, and maybe it's true.
1: <laughs> but at least you can
0: say you have it.
1: By the way, this was the black ass wedding I told you I went to where I had like black people, red yes. Rice, <laughs> oh, collard yes, rice, sweet potatoes. <laughs> yes, it was the best, but <laughs> yes, I'll be yes. by shortly for that interview. Okay, <laughs>
0: we put it away when company comes, but when you come, you, you're you not company.
1: Right. I'm like family. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so moving along to our current event, the first one it happened yesterday, and there's been a whole lot of facts and details flying around. And I was really sad at first, but I think he might be okay. But basically, Ice like, arrested Twenty One Savage, and it started off as pure hilarity because people were like, "Oh, wait, he's not from Atlanta; he's from <laughs> England." <laughs> right <laughs> and like just the memes it was just hilarious like everything and then it, i don't know i feel like twitter is just a real pessy place lately so like everybody got in their emotions i think demi lovato made a joke about all the 21 savage jokes and then people started making like heroin oh. jokes Aaron, which was not necessary it really wasn't <laughs> at all and i'm just like at first i was like you know what if 21 needs to get married. I am here for him.
0: That's so noble of <laughs> you. I
1: didn't realize that I love 21 until I realized he could be taken. Like, oh my gosh, I love him. It was like a, like a rom-com somewhere. <laughs> that is normally how it works. That is oh my god.
2: So at first, I thought everybody was playing because I'm like, he's from Atlanta. He is not. <laughs> and like you said, at first, I was just like, okay, so I felt, I felt tricked. <laughs> <Bam-boozled>. I felt <laughs> hoodwinked, like all of the above. And then I got to a point where I was like, I don't know, tickled a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, how did we not know this? But then I started feeling bad because I was like, this is so unfair. Yeah. Because he's been here all of this time. He's gotten into so much trouble growing up. He has a record.
1: Yeah. So
2: you mean to tell me all this time when you put his name in the system, it didn't hit? Right. And he travels. He travels out of the country. Which
0: means he that he out has out a whole passport, clearly. And then clearly, and exactly. you know, they were lying on him. So it's
2: yeah. exactly. So it's like, okay, so i guess now what happened is well people are saying that it's all because um he added an extra part to one of his songs during a live performance just kind of mentioning the situation around border security and everything and i'm like is this really what's happening in america that's so petty. is the government really that type of brutal? and the answer is yes like that's crazy and what to me wait is she to me or Demi I don't know girl you know I think I she's am. Demi <laughs> I you know her tweet like I rolled my eyes when I saw it yeah but I didn't think anything of it and everybody just
1: attacked her and it was so unfair it, it's kind of like like you know how you have that cousin you make fun of and it's cool right your family, but then somebody else comes out that's exactly (laughs) and she didn't realize she didn't know what hit her but i'm like y'all cannot be joking her about an overdose like that's a big problem like i think she deleted she did because she didn't understand because also what she
0: doesn't know is that with the cousin rules is that the covet cousins are savage like we keep it cute amongst (laughs) us and you tried to jump in and boo, you just got beat down like you didn't even know what you were stepping into
2: and everybody, keep, let this be a lesson to all, because everyone keeps trying to jump into Black Twitter. You don't mm-hmm. belong here. Right. You don't sit back go and watch.
0: Like, sit back and watch. Stop.
2: <laughs> watch. And and I, you know what? I saw a tweet once. It was this older white lady. And she was like, let me give y'all some advice <laughs> on how to navigate Black Twitter. Don't comment. Sit back.
0: The most participation Indra you can have Indra. is a like. Don't She's retweet like don't shit, your... don't comment shit. Just hit a little heart and keep right. it moving.
2: <laughs> that is the same thing she said. She was like, "Don't retweet, don't
1: comment, none of that. Just still like BuzzFeed speed <laughs> and screenshot and keep going." With your like, group text. <laughs> In an article. <laughs> With yeah. Your like... group
0: text. Not your yearbook photo. Oh, my
1: goodness. Uh, anyway. picking a <laughs> yearbook photo. Oh, oh my so, the Virginia governor, um, and I don't know if whoever ran against him, their opposition research just sucked. Yeah. Like
0: why
1: it came out now.
0: I have so many thoughts and elected. feelings.
1: <laughs> when all these people had a right. school book, <laughs> you know, yearbook. But uh, so he came under fire because there's a picture posted on his page of the yearbook with somebody in black. Face and somebody in KKK, and at first he was like, "I apologize, I've changed." Bloody blah, blah blah blah. But then the next day he was like, "Oh wait, that wasn't me. In fact, I remember that I've but not the KKK, life, dude. And I vividly remember that, and I don't remember this, so it's not true." And I'm like, "Bruh, like <laughs> how? So
2: okay, <laughs> so either you're just flat out lying, mm-hmm. or..." You've done so many racist things and they, had pictures you know, of them that you can't remember <laughs> which is you and which is not. Right. Because that's crazy. How do I you can, not remember?
0: Well, I have an unpopular opinion. I was just going to say, I actually can see him not right. remembering if that's the culture that, you know, that he lived in and that he grew up in. That that shit is so regular that you don't remember every single, you know, time. That's
2: what I'm saying. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. You've done it so much that you can't even keep up, so you don't know if that's you or not because you've done it so much.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. But I, so the thing is, they also this was a hard fought Democratic race in Virginia, and there's two more races that are coming up in November. And what he's doing is negatively impacting his races. Mm -hmm. I mean, his like party. So it's not even like I get the like we changed and you know you know better now but it doesn't even matter it's not even about
0: you i don't know <laughs> i'm torn on this and it's
1: so funny because it's it's so it's hard fought like already like it's, i think he continues to negatively impact this party, i hear that. which is why i'm saying he should step in but but then his lieutenant is caught up in the uh, sexual allegation And it's like, I I don't know what to do over there. Oh, Lord.
0: (laughs) But it was just so funny
1: because I saw a tweet uh, calling for him to resign. And I was like, oh, yeah, I agree. And then I read who wrote
0: exactly
1: Trump, And I was like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) what is happening in 2019? (laughs) Meanwhile,
0: it was probably MAGA people that leaked the damn yearbook photo (laughs) to begin with. Because let's be real. He probably had one black person that went to his high school first or college or whatever and so it was all cool and well and good until one of, you know, till it was probably him that's now one. And so now people who are just like him are salty and they're like, we got something. All speculation, all speculation.
1: And, and I'm like, again, if it was high school, I think I'd be more willing to give him a pass, even in college. This was med school. So you're supposed to be your hippocampus campus or whatever your logical side is, is already, you know, like.
0: Okay. So I'm going to be the voice of dissent because I read the article and I'm not sure if it's dissent, but just another (laughs) perspective to consider. And it was talking about how, I think it was somewhere on Facebook. And it was talking about how people are more up in arms about symbolic racism than they are about actual institutional racism. So you see all of these people that are coming out to call for his resignation and calling out for him, you know, to step down and do all of these things. But when you see actual people having policies and practices and legislation that support racism, then they're silenced. So that's why I'm torn on it because while he should not have had anybody in blackface, he's a grown ass man, regardless if it was 1884 or 2014, you should know better. But does his track record reveal also racist tendencies? And that's where I don't know. And I feel torn on that because then you can have somebody racist as fuck. And are we allowed to curse? Sorry. Um, Racist as hell. Okay. In their actions, <laughs> but we give them a pass because they don't use the N-word. You know what I mean? So I just feel really torn about it's while I yeah. definitely agree that it is damaging his party, I feel like people jump on the wrong shit. Like, who you know, are we calling out big boy for being at the Super Bowl? No. Are we calling out, you know, all of the team owners for super racist ass shit on the Super Bowl? No. But we have more of a problem with symbolic racism than we do with actual lived institutional decisions
2: so i agree a thousand percent with your stance for them i feel like well most of my friends or my group you know we usually i mean i'ma call it out and with him and the blackface issue or the uh, the kkk whichever one he was you're very right they jump out on things that is symbolic They turn a blind eye to things that are actually racist, things that you are actually doing that are detrimental to my well being. Um, And I guess part of the reason why I feel like he should step down is because your constituents have clearly lost any confidence they've had in you. They're all calling for you to step down.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And in the good fight, you're giving Arsenal, you're giving, you're giving all the rope. Oh, dun,
0: dun, dun. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? You're giving the tool for the opposition. So that's kind of why, but you're very right. I mean, very right. I, yeah. I had, I let off a series of tweets the other day because and one of the People I was talking to was my little brother because I don't understand some of y'all who, you know, you want to be all pro-black and pro-this, but y'all still sitting up here worshiping Tom Brady. I don't get that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm confused. <laughs> I am confusion. I am confusion why y'all are even watching the Super Bowl or why y'all are even still, you know, and I can't tell people how to protest. I can't tell people how to, you know, I, I don't even pretend to, there's so many things going on right now. There's so many things that we mm-hmm. have to protest, give up, boycott. Yeah. The shit gets overwhelming. So I'm not at all trying to tell somebody how or what to do. But I think you are absolutely right that it's so easy or quick when it's something that we may view. And as don't get me wrong. The For shit is me, harmful
0: as hell. Yeah. And this is not going to be the cross that I, di- mm. the sword that I die on to defend this man. It's just yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah. It's it's just so much. Like, yeah, there's the you say symbolic, I still think it's very overt. And then there's like systemic racism that it's just it's gonna take so long to break down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like sometimes I feel like people just go for the low hanging fruit. And so we get we can address this. We can't address um inequality, we can't address um bias in hiring for jobs. You know, things like that. So it's like, let's at least fix what we can. But, moving along, um, this is somewhat lighter. Um, really, I just saw it as uh, like, old girl. But, um, Bless their heart. Hardy and Offset <laughs> are working on their <laughs> they're working on their marriage. And I'm like, okay. like <laughs> It's just like, again, it's like the friend you have that like break up with they man is and they un-Facebook friend each other and block each other and the next week you see them right down again, and it's just like okay well cool <laughs> like
0: do you boo do you I
1: feel no way about it anymore <laughs>
2: <laughs> right that's why I'm just like okay whatever if she's happy i'm happy i just want cardi to be happy like i really don't care about anything else
1: (laughs) that's pretty much it like I'm okay whatever
0: and let's be real cardi is a whole 26 years old no ageism here but so she got to go through the Uh, same shit that we went through because i really want to be mad at her but then i remember my own not so distant past and i also remember queen beyonce so i'm like i get it
2: yep Mm we just gonna
0: have to ride this out with you boo and drink some Pepsi.
2: Yeah, I get it. No. I
1: hate <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Literally, okay, um, I remember when Beyonce was, like, on the Pepsi cans. Yes. Oh, God. Um, whatever, like, concert package I got, they sent it to me. And so, of course, I never opened it. And then, like, three years later, the can starts leaking because it's, like, bitch, you didn't drink this. And I'm, like, well, <laughs> Let me pour it out washed out and i still put it back on my um little bar area because i'm like it's a cute little beyonce pepsi can. i'm not drinking that <laughs> no
2: no and somebody on twitter was like
1: only people in the south drink
2: pepsi And i'm like who? i don't know anybody who drinks pepsi except for my granny <laughs> she's the only person i know who likes pepsi
0: so oh, I used to drink Pepsi. And they used to be my preferred, but that was when I lived in the north. Now I've been converted to Coke only in the South. Don't say that too loud. See?
1: See? Literally, I'm like, we there's there's a reason why we say what flavored Coke do you want?
0: Because <laughs> there's no other brand. It's,
1: that's it. <laughs>
2: uh, that was a nice little <laughs>
1: segue. Moving along. Uh, again, well, this is In Atlanta slash moving into the Super Bowl theme but basically um, Bow Wow or Shad Moss and the girl I forgot her name. Yeah I don't Um, know her name either. Yeah so basically she called the police and said that he had assaulted her or attacked (laughs) her and he said that she did the same and they both I guess had scratches and so they just arrested both of them. (laughs) Basically. and I'm like, uh, I just don't know. I don't know what happened in that situation where I can feel like he looked like he looked way worse off he did. than her. But she may have had scratches in a different place. I don't Can I just I say her whole
0: a- face is giving me Solange <laughs> out the elevator. She's like, and What?
1: <laughs> I just really don't does. have a stance on this. I'm like, well hopefully the law does, but it, I don't even know. Like <laughs> Yeah, I don't keep up with
2: um him enough to
1: I don't wanna say
2: care, but care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I I do think it's uh, very unfortunate if she put that kind of whooping on him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I think uh, she was trying to kill him.
2: I mean, that's really what it looked like. <laughs> his eyes
0: are like is I'm looking at this, he's like scratched under his eyes, near his eyes, like not the rest of his face and neck. She was really trying to hurt him.
2: Yeah. So you know. Mm.
0: But oh well. We don't know. Uh,
1: everybody keep your hands to yourself. I, yeah. Everybody. <laughs> everybody keep your hands to yourself. Put your hands in your pockets like they used to say in kindergarten. Doe in for
0: 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: I'm working on city janitor 2030. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go
0: again. <laughs> probably get paid very well, though.
1: Probably not. But, um... <laughs> So the next note I had, because I read this before the Super Bowl, and I was like, hopefully the Super Bowl show is decent. And then I put in um parentheses, it was because <laughs> like mm, there's there's just so many things wrong with the Super Bowl halftime show. So of course you know Maroon Five was on there, and then they're like, hey, we're in Atlanta, it's kind of a <clears> black <throat> mecca, let's include black people, and so they brought in big boy and Travis Scott so Travis Scott I feel no way about him I just don't care about him but big boy is like well I like him I love outcasts so cognitive bias is like well maybe he's gonna do something great in the show that is just a huge shout out to black and it wasn't that it was literally they were just like hey y'all look at our little black friends okay tuck them back in it you know like basically (laughs) yeah and then and Somebody was like, This is Atlanta. How did you... y'all work hard to find an all white drum
0: line? <laughs> did they? <laughs> y- y- did they well, though? I was like, I was all me? the other black people like, Fuck this, we ain't gonna be here. So they had to go out to the sticks.
1: Maybe. Ugh. But it was just, yeah, like, so it was like one black person the drumline, I think and then they they brought a choir which is it was just, just so terrible it hurts and then she was yelling to like an all-key <laughs> oh with
0: her horrible weed it was just uh, all the things that were wrong
1: see, I didn't see any of this <laughs>
0: my daughter was like <laughs> why is she screaming like, I, I don't Very know baby <laughs>
1: everybody was like why is she so loud <laughs> for what and it was
0: like not appropriately loud too she wasn't saying anything deep or melodic it was just like let me just scream because I'm a gospel swing singer and I have on a robe it was terrible
1: and it just it was so disjointed so it just wasn't like yes. one like I hate to no I don't hate to so I want to remind us of when Coldplay and Beyoncé and Bruno Mars came together and that was so smooth and rhythmic like how they brought everybody together so I like I just don't understand how you thought that like ooh let Travis Scott sing like half a song and then scoot him back by Adam Levine and then get rid of him and then ooh let's bring Big Boy and then get rid of him I was just like it just it was so disjointed it wasn't creative and I was just like, if if you were going to disappoint this many black people, Big Boy and Travis Scott, at least make it good. <laughs> You're
0: yeah. here. It was a middle school talent show.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't see
2: it, but of course, when I got to work, oh, all of the whites accosted me. Did you see the show? <laughs>
1: Did you see Adam the <laughs> Fan?
2: Ah, nah, 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 nah. He's so hot. Yeah. Ah, nah, 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 nah. Which I like Adam Levine, but I mean, no, yeah. I didn't see the show. I didn't want to see the show. I I felt torn about the show because it's like ugh, there was no way to win for in, in my head anyway because ugh, the Super Bowl was being held in Atlanta. So you should have yeah. Black artists doing this show. But at the same time, we ain't doing the show. <laughs> you know? So it was like, I don't know how to win on this. And I, I I want to appreciate Adam Levine or Maroon 5. I want to appreciate them for inviting Black artists onto the stage. Um, yeah. But still, I wish they had not done it.
1: Yeah. It, it just... It wasn't creative. It seemed like half assed and I just wanted them to do something a little bit better. I was hoping that like everybody was going to kneel on that stage, but mm, the NFL was not letting those shenanigans fly. So, <laughs> yeah. but I will note that uh, Hallie and Chloe saying "America the Beautiful" as they were amazing. I heard um, <clears throat> last night saying the national anthem, and it really wasn't anything to write home about. In my opinion, it was just the latest night in the National Anthem. It just wasn't super exciting. But Now, hers,
2: <laughs> I did hear only because they played it on the news this morning. Yeah. And I thought it was great, but I was also factoring in her age. So, True. <laughs> which I mean, I guess if that's what you do for a living that that shouldn't really matter, but I was factoring in her, because I was like, nah, at least she her voice is strong and sounds so good and sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: so moving on to, I guess, the fun part, which is the Super Bowl commercial. Like I said, I was at a party, and I was forced to go to the party. It wasn't like I was really that excited about watching the Super Bowl. Um I feel like it would have felt di- differently if the Saints made it, but what? this was not a strong enough group of teams for me to overcome my bias against the nfl but <laughs> i just i feel like overall it was just a disappointment like even the ads were okay-ish but it wasn't like every time i saw a car ad all i could think was hmm, nobody's gonna remember these car ads because that's like statistically nobody remembers and these people probably again, working in advertising, I know that these people have, like, been planning for this for months, and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, and then nobody cares about it or remembers it. Yeah. I guess a few that I liked, I liked the OA uh, commercial, just because it it started off with, like, you know, some kind of killer, so that actually caught my attention, because I was like, wait, there's a killer on the TV? What's happening? And (laughs) basically, it was like she was trying to um, turn on her, her her face ID and her phone didn't recognize her because she'd been using oily, oily products and her skin was getting so much better. And then even <laughs> the killer was like, oh my gosh, your skin is so great. I can't kill you. <laughs> and so I thought that was like super hilarious and cute. I did watch the Pepsi one and I was like, "While well, I love Cardi niggas ain't buying Pepsi, but it was they was nice They
2: made the commercial <laughs> out to be such a big deal and it's like okay. I mean it was cute. <laughs> I enjoyed singing Little John, but mm-hmm. it was just like uh, okay, I'm still not gonna buy Pepsi.
1: Right. <laughs> but I appreciate them for letting Cardi be Cardi. Right. The funny one was the Budweiser. So they were like hey, again, yeah, it's just hurt people being hurt but um they were like hey our beer doesn't have corn syrup and then the corn oh, yeah. farmers are like mad there's some like corn farmer that's like pouring Budweiser wiser down the beer i mean down the sink and i'm like you don't understand that you had to purchase that beer so you are not hurting their feelings any
0: but they were big <laughs> okay, so they so even had, gave like, them money story on npr <laughs> the corn farmers like big men.
1: yeah yeah it was but also quick reminder the best part of the super bowl halftime show was when spongebob showed up <laughs> that was the oh, absolute okay. best <laughs> um, but, um sorry i saw a side note and it just reminded me of that but like overall like i just didn't think i didn't watch that much of the super bowl because i don't care but i didn't think the commercials were like that great but every year. I didn't
2: watch but I do, I did what I do every year and that's just the next day I Google the commercials yeah. and just look at them. Because even when I I didn't even go to a party this year because I wasn't feeling well. But yeah. when I go to parties I am literally there to eat and drink right. and grin. I don't, <laughs> I mean I, I don't pay attention to what's going on so I did get to see a few
1: that I enjoyed. Um, I will say I do love the one with Stacey Abrams um, yes advocating for a fair election it was great um yes. the one with the pampers with
2: <laughs> the stinky booty
1: <laughs> the freaking like the baby is he's so cute he looks just like his he dad is so cute. and i'm just like i just gotta ignore stuff like this i don't want to change those diapers <laughs> we don't need it kids was cute <laughs> i did
2: not like the but light commercial that was supposed to be like the game of thrones thing (laughs) it was dumb it was so dumb it was
1: so dumb it was so dumb i mean i'm gonna leave it there it's just like it hurts my heart for the like the people on the team so like the copywriters you know the whole people who created the ads because i know how advertising works and like the the blood, sweat, and tears that goes in and then everybody hates your act because you don't test it. <laughs>
2: well, okay. So that's the important
1: part. Test
2: that shit. Because that literally, it literally was like, oh, everybody loves Game of Thrones. Throw this in there. Right. They'll love it. It made no sense. And people who actually watch the show and are fans of the show, we're looking at it like, this didn't make sense. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like the, it, was, it was ridiculous. I'm trying to think of any others that I really, really liked. Um, I love the the chance with the Doritos. Yeah,
0: I, I felt like eh. like I got the concept they were going for, but I was just like, it was so mediocre. Yeah, but chance and back to you boys. I just thought it was cute.
2: It was mediocre. I just thought it was cute.
0: Did you guys see the devour one? The the frozen I, the frozen food porn one? okay no
2: <laughs> how did i, I miss it i would
0: love to hear y'all thoughts about that we could talk about that offline yeah it was that was the okay. one that i really opened okay. my mouth i'll have my to go back and like, watch that oh we're really doing this oh okay oh my oh. god all
2: right <laughs> i, I, <laughs> I have... got super excited about the yeah, handmade that was tale cool. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay well let's move on <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right so uh the last one is it just really makes me happy i actually tweeted today i was like if I start another podcast. It's literally just gonna be like, "What is so doing? me?" and mm. fangirling about every single thing she did. But basically, I guess it was like some cruise, like girl trip or whatever. And she shows up with in like pajamas with like tequila shots, and I'm like, "What? I would love to fucking do tequila shots in your shots pajamas." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I love her so much. Yeah, I wanted to be there, <laughs> right? I just wanted to climb into the post. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also want to see Oprah do a shot. Yeah, I feel like she would be, uh, not like it's super extra to do a tequila shot, but like I feel like she'd be the one with, like that salt on her hand. Like, by the line. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I just take a shot and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just feel like she would be so dope to drink with. I wonder mm. if she drinks like martinis, shaking the noster.
0: Mm. Probably. <laughs>
1: she seems like
0: she just some real things. Oh, oh, oh. Either that or some like <laughs> shit too. She's probably also drinking gin, bean, vanilla in my head. That's what she yes. Does. <laughs> <laughs> Out the Moonshine. Yes. On her farm.
1: What was the one that y'all were talking about the other day? Like oh. grandfather. <laughs>
0: Not wild turkey, but whatever <laughs> that
1: that y'all was talking about.
2: Well, <laughs> it's, it's granddaddy. It's old, old, old. <laughs> they don't even. I don't think they even make it anymore. <laughs> Listen, I needed some wild turkey. With they have wild turkey with the honey already in it. Oh, I yeah. needed that for my throat this weekend. I Love that one.
1: If I had felt like leaving the house, I would have gotten some. Yeah, they were like the the flavored <laughs> whiskey before flavored whiskey got popular. So moving on to someone something. I'm really just touching on this because we touched on it a few weeks ago when it all came out. So Elizabeth Warren apologized for her shenanigans about this whole DNA testing with Cherokee Nation. So I feel like like because she does have her feelers out for running, she's like, okay, let me go ahead and get this apology out here. Like, somebody told her, okay, you really just gotta... There's no way you can... Well, please apologize.
2: I really wasn't necessarily mad at her initially. Yeah. She was wrong, but I I don't think she knew she was wrong. After it was pointed out that she was wrong... Uh, she just held her ground. I'm like, girl, just go ahead and apologize. (laughs) But initially she did what, I mean, same thing. My mom and I did took the test and it's like, Oh, I'm this, I'm that, you know, whatever. And once the Cherokee Nation came out and said, okay, this is not okay. She really should have apologized and it would have been easier to deal with then. But what really got me that I was not aware of is that she was claiming minority for um for her jobs and stuff like at different universities like where she worked. She was claiming minority status. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, girl, now we got a problem. Well, <laughs> now we got a problem.
1: Yeah, I mean, to some extent, there's some places where being a woman is the minority by itself. So you can get some tax break because you're a woman and you're my even though we are. Right she now, put then. it
2: out there as if it was pertaining to this. Yeah. Like, she was saying, let me let it all out because which, which I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate her. And I like Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. I want to say that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to vote for I don't know who I'm going to vote for But I <laughs> <Yeah>. like her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do like her. But,
1: yeah, that was, that was, mm uh, Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very obvious that she's trying to clean up her act right now. But, um, yeah. I just wanted to actually bring it up because we definitely did say weeks ago in twenty eighteen she needed to apologize. And she did, but oh, I don't know if here. that's
0: going to be enough. Shaking my head.
1: Is it too little too late? Like right
2: I I I just uh, So I apologize when people tell you that you're <laughs> wrong, especially when you're not of that group. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I might I might stall with y'all a little bit. If y'all try to tell me I'm wrong with something that's black, but if somebody else from a different ethnic background comes and tells me I'm wrong, I'm disrespectful.
0: You know, I'm going to apologize. Like I don't get it. How long has she been holding this? Like, I got ended in my family for a minute. Story. For
2: well, she's been say, she's been saying it for years on top of years, but she came out and did the DNA test as like a way to prove. Yeah. I guess
1: mm. mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm. she's not the only one I will say that holds on to no, Indian. she's not <laughs> there's a lot I mean, of all, Native Americans we all do yeah. there's a lot <laughs> of people and they're probably just over there like why y'all so obsessed with us please leave us alone
0: <laughs> yeah you can be obsessed Stop how fed about over here and do some work on the res how about that <laughs> right Okay. How about actually do something with the community and for the community? You know, there's an option.
1: That's right. And that's right. I feel like I know Corey has announced himself since the last time we talked, and there was somebody else that was super random, but I don't remember because there's like a million people that are going to be running for president in 2020. But, (laughs) oh, it was a woman. Um, I think she was in Hawaii, maybe? I was excited about her. I'm just like, everybody Oh, yeah. I saw that today.
2: (laughs) I don't know. It makes me kind of nervous. But, you know, whatever. It's going to be what it's going to be. But it makes me kind of nervous. It's like, why are there so many
1: of y'all? Well, that's how Ah." Trump's run. And everybody just, you know, kind of got dialed down to unfortunately Trump. But, (laughs) you know, like... I don't get concerned with what they do. (laughs) But now, I'm just like, uh, it makes me nervous. I don't know why. I, I don't have a rhyme or reason for. Yeah, a lot of people are kind of mad at Howard Schultz because I think he wants to mm-hmm. run independent, but he claimed he's been a Democrat all this time. I don't see that many people taking him seriously, but we'll see how that goes as well. Same thing that happened with Trump. Right. Nobody took him seriously. I think the thing that makes
0: me the most concerned about all of these people running, and I saw this again from Facebook because clearly I get way too much of my news from Facebook, but about how Republicans <laughs> will um stand by their party whereas democrats will stand by whoever they like the most and if they don't like the person personally then they won't show up and so i'm concerned that people are you know trying to vie for their personality yeah. that they like and if they're if they're chosen one of 50 million candidates doesn't get chosen if they won't turn out to vote when it matters yeah that's what i'm yeah. most concerned about that's
1: what i was telling my best friend the other day i was like well, I'm not going to vote for Corey in the primaries, but if he is our person, I will vote for him, but he's not my first choice. <laughs> and so like, yeah, I, I, I'm
2: kind of holding on to, he ain't gonna make it that far,
1: but <laughs> ooh, no. we'll
2: see, we'll just deal with it when it gets the spot of
0: my heart. You know, me being, not being from Newark, but living there for like 10 years.
2: I really like him. Um, He's got his flaws just like everyone else. I like him. I just...
1: I, uh, I have a personal grudge against him because there was... Personal going in? Person. in? <laughs> but basically, he ha- he voted kind of closer to the Republican Party line about this law where, like, basically, people would go to Canada or get prescriptions filled in Canada that's cheaper than America, which is super and so because he's from Jersey and his, you know, state is a big pharma state, he voted to protect them. And I'm like, that's fine. That sucks for me, who has to pay a lot of money for this. <laughs> and so I held yeah. that grudge against him forever. But <laughs> I understand why he did it. But at the same time, like, uh, people, like, die every day because they can't afford the medicine that they need to live. And that's not fair.
0: It's not right. I just want somebody that's charismatic because yeah. the truth of the matter is people just want change. They want somebody who appears like change. And if we end up with another Al Gore who we don't know if it's a gif or a pick, then that's not going to look good for the Democratic Party.
1: <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg for president.
0: <laughs> oh, Phil. <hell>. Okay. <laughs> let's... let's... <laughs>
1: Crack myself up. Moving on. Um, so, our poor life decision for this week is uh, talking about self care. And so, we actually had an article from Vice to start off about the dark trees behind self care. One of the biggest things that got me was they said that um, this nonprofit, <clears throat> Mental Health America, of uh, said that 56.5% of US adults with a mental illness receive no treatment and 64.1% yeah. of American youth with major depression receive no treatment and it's like that's like majority like <laughs> that's a problem like it's not like just a small percentage it's the majority of the people with a mental illness cannot get the treatment that they need the notion of it is like out of the lack of the treatment that we need. That's where the self-care movement mm-hmm. kind of birthed out of. So it's kind of like exactly. home remedies for real problems like depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. What, what did y'all think about, I guess, these statistics? and Do you believe, like, I mean, they said the dark side of self-help. But I'm just like, I mean, we, we're trying to do what we can, I think right? That
0: we're just now at the place in history where people are seeing mental health as just as important and in one of the three the three legs of health. Like, you know, usually when people think about their health, they're thinking about the physical health and they're not, they're not also thinking about their mental health and their emo you know, and their emotional health mm-hmm. and spiritual health, I would even say in there. And so because of that, it seems as though mental health is optional. Treating mental health issues is optional or taking care of your mental health is optional. And also because we grew up with, you know, for me, baby boomers as parents. And then, you know, those other folks that had this idea of just push through, push through, push through. So dealing with mental health, one, I think seems like a luxury. And I was also listening to this article today on NPR and it was talking about how often Um, the signs of depression, for example, are missed in adults because um, aggression and anger are a huge um, marker of depression in adolescents, but that's actually not listed as one of the symptoms for depression in adults. And so you have people that go through life angry, acting out, being angry and aggressive and not realizing that's actually a symptom of depression uh, and childhood trauma and so therefore we you know because it becomes so normalized in our society that we don't even realize that I think a lot of times that we're dealing with mental health issues until the physical ramifications start to kick in and then especially for African-American women and African-Americans in general we don't when we see those physical manifestations of mental health issues such as hypertension um, sometimes type 2 diabetes and um, stroke, and all of these other things we we start to treat the physical symptoms of it without realizing that mental health is really mm-hmm. at the root of it, and then it's too late by the time we start I shouldn't say too late, but now we've we've kind of crossed over that that precipice, and now we're we have some major physical symptoms as well,
1: yeah, I will say like I feel like generally when it comes to medical training, they don't really know they don't know how to diagnose depression african american versus um a white person. Um, even like I I have like a huge vitamin D deficiency, but I'm like pretty much every black person has it. (laughs) And I'm like, are y'all looking truly to see like, do I need as much vitamin D? Like, you know, I think in the past, like they have had like numbers, like the amount of time you need to spend outside and they're thinking about white people. (laughs) It's just like at the same time, like nobody's really thinking about are you know mental health in like in a specific mm-hmm. way and they haven't been trained to think of it like that again um like you said like prioritizing physical health i'm diabetic i have to afford insulin i have to go see a specialist many times in a year and that costs a lot of money but for the same cost of me seeing that diabetic specialist which i see like once every three months that's the same cost of me seeing a mental health professional guess what i have to see them more and because I cannot afford to do all of that, I prioritize my physical health needs because that um, I would literally die without that. And mental health, we'll see we'll see where we go. But like, I just, you know, I have to prioritize. I
0: think that. that's one of the places where the church traditionally um, served as a place and a space for dealing with mental health. Maybe not overtly, like not calling mm-hmm. it mental health, but I think that that's why the church was such a refuge. Not, you know, in post-slavery society, but then now when we're thinking about millennials and Gen X and Gen Z, where well, that's no longer the case for the majority of us, then I think that's where this self-care movement also births from, too, because we have to fill in the gap when we're trying to figure out our way.
2: I do think it's really great that we have resources out there. For instance, the, um, what is it? black Black Girls Therapy or Therapy for mm-hmm. Black Girls? um and a lot of so these are black professionals who provide therapy and a lot of them will charge on a sliding scale a lot of them will do um lord i'm about to say teleconference (laughs) a lot of them will do skype yeah skype sessions because for a lot of us we may not have access to that so i do think that I guess what I'm enjoying is seeing a lot of us stepping forward and reaching out to help. I've
0: also found that like for me in my own journey, it's been super important to be public and vocal about my journey because I found that the more that I do that, like yes. you would be surprised about how many people inbox me just on a personal level. Like, Oh, my doctor recommended that too. Or I've been experiencing these symptoms as well. And I'm like, because I wrote a blog about, you know, me coming to terms with having to go on an antidepressant for the first time in my life and having to to deal with that. Then I've noticed like so many people have been coming forward and telling their stories to me and feeling encouraged to go speak to a doctor and speak to, if not, a if not a, a therapist and at least their primary care physician about the symptoms that they're experiencing so they can start that journey. But I think so many people just don't even know where to begin, especially people in my generation.
2: And people have, I mean, I did have this preconceived notion of what therapy is like and what it's for. And once I started word. going, I started spreading the word. I was telling everybody, like, girl, you uh uh-uh, you need to get you a therapist because <laughs> listen, this is how. and the thing about it is is you know, I work in a field where I'm often recommending this to other people. Um, and I'm often talking to people about why it's okay. But I myself right. was ashamed to go and ashamed to seek the help that my doctor which very fortunately I have a black general doctor. She was pressing me to Mm -hmm. see a different doctor who better. Cause she was like, listen, this is not my area of expertise, but something's going on with you. This is what you need to do. You know? And she, and I just told her, okay, help me then. I, because I want a, I want to see, I was very specific about the type of therapist I wanted and she did help me find that therapist and best thing that ever i mean i am all about all everybody needs a therapist (laughs) especially if you're black especially black females well the males do too but (laughs) we all need therapy just to learn how to like you don't have to have this traumatic past That's, that's not what it's about you don't even have to have that just Learn
0: and how to so many deal with stuff. We kinds of don't know how to deal too, with And I think it. that's something that people don't realize that if you're not wanting to talk right. about your past and go into the whole history of it, you don't have to. You know, there's so many different types. Like I personally am a fan of cognitive behavior therapy because that's something that works with me. Give me the strategies, let's practice the tools and practice the skills, and so I can move forward in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of you know, mm-hmm. I've been in therapies in the past, so mm-hmm. I'm telling my story for sessions and sessions, and I'm like, this is not helpful for me. But some people need that because they need to be able to, you know, get right. that out and get and bring it up to really pinpoint what they're dealing with. So I think that's what I I definitely am with you about, one, the shame about it, but then also encouraging people like, girl, go do it. It's actually interesting. That's how I ended up um, with my, not with my current therapist, but dealing with some of my realizing about where my anxiety was really playing a place is because I was dealing with um, insomnia and I didn't realize it. I um, was having a ton. I actually went on medical leave last year, was doing a right. ton, uh, having a, some hypertension issues, but my lowered number was super high, but my it was just really crazy. So my doctor's like, there's something going on with you. You know, are you, your, your oxygen levels are all wonky. And I'm like, I don't know. This is just, I'm just operating normally as far as I can tell. And then she was like, you're not getting enough oxygen. Are you insom? Do you have insomnia? I'm like, I go to bed fine. It's not normal to wake up 10 times a night. She's like, uh, hell no. But because I had been my normal, I didn't know <laughs> no. any better. I literally had no. that been my normal since my daughter was born. So I just thought that was being a mom. And so after doing, she recommended me to get sleep tests. And after all of this was said and done, they are like, no, you can't sleep because of anxiety. And I was like, well, damn, I'm almost 40 years old. And this was again, my normal. And I didn't know and having to go on medication and then seeing the quality of life after it. I'm like, oh shit, I literally had been robbing myself of a quality life because I've been taught and programmed to just push through and that this was normal, you know?
1: Something that both of y'all talked about was like doctors that pay attention, and so like especially in Dallas, never in my life have I had doctors that just want to get me all the time, and that's what pretty much most of the doctors I encounter in Dallas are about. But um, it is great oh. to have a doctor that sits there and listens to you and listens to your issues. If your doctor doesn't give you that, go get another one, cause <laughs> there's a lot that just like I said, try to scoot me out of the room, and it just doesn't matter. Um, And, like, um, I will say that mental health is different for everybody. So I've said before, like, I love pills. I'm super happy with just send me a, if that it, it kind of chills me out. I'm fine. Um, and maybe that's, you know, is what I could start with until I can figure out the best way to, like, see a therapy and Uh, therapists and afford it and things like that so don't 100% like I feel like anything you do is a good start (laughs) so like don't feel like pressure if you cannot afford talk space because people are always like oh talk space is affordable I'm like to who (laughs) but um you know it just start where you can and you move on from there So I wanted to go over one of your articles, Leah, um, about just self-care tips. Um, And so you started off talking about how self-care is a need, not a lecture. And um, again, I think, again, I'm just big about this, like start start where you can. (laughs) And so if you need self-care now, you need self-care now. I'm not even going to say if. You need self-care now, so um, prioritizing that. Um, What are some of your other favorite self-care tips?
0: So – I think that I really try to push people and push women away in particular from this idea that self-care has to look like expensive luxury items that you do on the weekend. And for a couple of reasons, one that self-care doesn't have to be a a financial commitment and also from the idea that it shouldn't be something that you reserve for the weekends. I will preface this by saying that self-care is just like work-life balance. It's never perfect. It's something you're constantly working at. It's, it's a, um, It's a desire and it's a lifestyle, but it's never perfection. So I think sometimes we think we get it wrong if we can't afford the $100 mani-pedis or whatever else. I would say start off in 15-minute increments. Sometimes the most important thing that you can do for self-care is literally getting up from your desk every hour and taking a walk. It can be taking a lunch break that's not a working lunch. Um, And it can be as simple as going to sit in your car and having lunch. One thing that we kind of touched on together is self-care is also seeing your medical providers as often as you can. So if you haven't had a physical in the past year, if you haven't gone to your gynecologist, if you haven't scheduled your dentist appointment or had an updated vision, start there. Start with the people that can um, they can see the connection between many different health things that could be going on that you're not aware of. Go see your primary care physician. If you don't have one, get one. Ask your friends. Ask, you know, who do they like to see? And start from there.
2: I really like you bringing up like it doesn't have to be something because the first thing that popped in my mind was every time I mentioned, OK, I need to do something to help me relax or to help me, you know, um, calm down. And people always say, oh, go get a pedicure or whatever. That is so freaking stressful for me because I hate it. I hate waiting. I feel like it's one more thing I have to do. I hate going to get a pedicure. I hate going to get my nails done. I hate going to get my hair done. And that's always the things that people always say I'm like, oh, but you should it makes you relax. Like, no, it feels like
1: one more thing on my list that I have to do.
2: It doesn't make me feel relaxed. I guess,
1: well, with me, uh, creativity is the core essence of who I am. And so when I tap into, like, my creative spirit, that's where I get my the most strength and happiness out of. So even um, I'm horrible about finishing projects, but I started a like, am I going to finish it? Probably not. But I did also give myself grace in that time that, like, hey, you don't have to finish it. It's not work. It's, nobody's going to die if you don't finish this blanket. But you can do it now because you enjoy it and you want to see how far you go and if you finish it, cool, yeah. uh, whatever.
2: <laughs> I started a blanket for my baby sister when mm-hmm. she was born, was she now? she's
1: 19,
2: you <laughs> she's 19.
1: I have a blanket <laughs> for a five-year-old I- right now. <laughs> I don't even know what that blanket is anymore, <laughs> but um, yeah, so again, like, part of it exactly. is knowing you, so like, yeah, there's like a million ways where I could just do stuff and it doesn't cost a whole lot of money or it costs nothing. Like self-care is me watching a good sometimes, you know, or just watching a really stupid show like The Bachelor is my self-care because I'm like, my life is so full of stress that like, I just like laughing at other people's stress.
0: <laughs> my self-care, when I yeah. am really diligent about it, is taking my lunch break and watching Criminal Minds. Like I for real drive around the corner from my mm-hmm. job and I sit in this parking lot and I watch a 41 minute episode of Criminal Minds and eat my lunch. And I'm happy as pie because I'm not on for that 41 minutes.
2: Yes. Today I ate my lunch and watched <laughs> Yanla. That probably wasn't the best thing. <laughs> yeah. <for my> <laughs> <most of time. laughs> but but that that is so true because I have a bad
1: habit of, Doing a working lunch, and no. you need that. Um, this is gross, and I cannot believe I'm even saying this, but um, my self care is going to the gym, <laughs> and I don't know how. This is me saying it because I hate going to the gym. But <laughs> that is not gross. It's gross to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't go to the gym today because I was so, like, dehydrated from drinking yesterday. And I was like, oh, my God, it's the gym. I, I feel weird, like, and I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Over like, 30 now. do I like the gym? What, what is happening here? <laughs> but uh, I think it's self-care in the fact that, like, I know I'm doing something to impact my life. And that is, yeah. like, I still haven't lost a whole lot of weight. Yes, I still eat however but <laughs> it's uh, it's just I feel like I'm accomplishing something to better my life and that makes me yeah I, I never thought that I would be the one that's like oh my god I
0: have it's to do endorphins kicking in
2: <laughs> I'm just yes I'm just trying to get back uh, to that place yeah. it was amazing
1: Um, uh, and one of my favorite that he said was I didn't like the unplugged from technology because but <laughs> I did like the one about beautify your space. So I love buying me some Trader Joe's flowers. That um, just makes me happy because usually you can get a good bouquet for like less than five bucks. And, you know, I don't have to wait for no man to buy my flowers. I'll buy. Them. You know,
2: I might start back doing yeah. that. I used to buy like fresh, just the little flowers okay. out of Kroger. I used to buy the little flowers all the time for my um, kitchen table. And now there are these flowers that I got from year one
1: <laughs> on the table,
2: but I might I might start back doing that just to light. Um,
1: if you have light in your house, lilies are the best. They're just so gorgeous because they like open up. And then uh, I'm super <laughs> allergic to pollen, so I'm like, I can't breathe. But this is pretty. <laughs>
2: Prioritize.
1: <Selecting stuff>, okay. <laughs> I guess that's all we had for our poor life decision. Um, Really, my big takeaway is start somewhere. So if you can, um, if you're ready, I I tell people all the time. So my job has EAP and a lot of jobs have um, EAP, the Employee Assistance Program. And they will pay for like some sessions of counseling with, you know, different topics. I have been meaning to get on it for like two years we're gonna get work on it but <laughs> um if that's too scary if you you're not ready to get there just start somewhere so even if it is you now giving yourself a little hug or you know meditating um just do something to really take care of yourself the world is pushing you to be um so productive and so good at work and so good at these other things and it's
0: like well you also need
1: be good at loving you. So that's all I have.
0: And I even say suggest if you're still in, if you're feeling intimidated about therapy or finding a therapist, like I'm still a fan of some good old self-help books because I feel like What they help do Mm -hmm. is to give language around what you might Uh be experiencing. And it's a good jumping off platform. And it's, you know, if nothing else, it's a starting place to help you kind of just to make sense of what you might be experiencing or feeling. And of course, a professional can guide you through your personal journey. But that's a good starting place if you feel intimidated about the whole therapy process.
1: All righty. So moving along to our favorite part to buy you a drink. So, Aaliyah, do you know who you want to buy a drink for? Can we throw you?
0: Know hey, uh, <laughs> come back to me in just a moment. I totally forgot about preparing for who I want to buy a drink for. Um, I will know in about two minutes. Okay. Though.
1: I um, for me, I wanted to buy a drink for uh, Jesse Smollett. He was beaten up last week. Um, he said he was going to like subway or something and got beat up. People threw some liquid on him, maybe bleach, um, called him off by slurs, both racial and homophobic. And I just want to um, just buy him a drink, maybe a chamomile tea to help him sleep a little better. But um I just uh, have a lot of love and warmth towards him. I, I used to like Empire and I just you know nobody deserves to go through what he had to go through. So I hope he's healing um, physically and mentally. Well, I would like to buy a drink for
2: food delivery service. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all go get a few drinks. Then. Praise him. <laughs> I was just not having it this weekend and I was on my bed of (laughs) affliction and I needed soup so bad and it was just wonderful to be able to have a food delivery service to like go to Olive Garden and get me that Italian wedding soup because I love it and that's not how it's pretty it's Zupta something I don't know how to pronounce it but I just call Mm -hmm. it Italian wedding soup and I actually had them go to a few different places over the weekend and get me all different <laughs> kinds of soup. So, <laughs> thank you. That's a that's a single girl's oh best friend. It, it was
1: so funny because, like, I think I tweeted like a few weeks ago, and I was like, "Where's your poor life decision?" And then I was like, "Mine is getting home on a Friday night and realizing I'm not going anywhere, so I gotta order some treats." <laughs> and so many people retweeted <laughs> it because <just> the outfit. <laughs>
2: i know and every time i do it i'm like yeah, this is a ridiculous waste of money <laughs> right right like i paid like 25 bucks for right. a couple of those <laughs> it's like this you is paid ridiculous. yourself for the time. but it's so yeah. convenient
1: yeah <laughs> my inability to leave the home after i've gotten in. <laughs> I was going back and forth about, um, so am I gonna put on a bra to open the door, uh, or nah. they're lucky that I have on pants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just, I my hair was all over my head, so I put like I have this, I have that topsy turvy thing for like when you wash your hair, oh. so I put that on my head. <laughs> And then I put on a sports bra, so that was a happy compromise. Right,
1: (laughs) showing out for company.
2: (laughs) So, Leah, who do you want to buy a drink for?
0: I'm just going to take a page out of Issa Rae and say I'm buying a drink for everybody. That's what I'm talking about. say Black women in particular, we are not monolithic, but I feel like we just continue to show up Mm -hmm. when other folks don't. We keep this economy running, we keep the politics running, we keep Just, you know, having two, three, four, five, seven jobs, always trying to be entrepreneurs and working our day job and having time to uplift the next group of people and just really looking out for each other. Um, There's so much commentary about how women don't look out for each other. But I will say consistently, it's been my experience that black women really take care of each other. And I just want to keep encouraging that. So that's that's who I'm buying a drink for, some white Hennessy. All of us. Thank
2: you.
1: <laughs> I personally want to thank you. <laughs> awesome. Maybe a drink for my 21 Savage that I didn't know I loved till this week. <laughs> oh
2: yeah.
1: Uh, I feel really bad. I hope they go ahead and get uh, them situated Yeah. I,
2: so now you're gonna listen to um, the album.
1: Yeah. It's really the it's good. funny thing about it is like, he I can have, really rap. Cardi uh, A Cardi on my like my workout playlist. It, it just cracks me up like all mm-hmm. the, like the background like 21 I god <laughs> and yeah. like yeah totally i just much, want totally him much. to like be the hype man on my um memoir one day when i write it and an audible <laughs> i'm talking about the bullshit he's like tell you <laughs> <sighs>
2: Well, do so tell the people how they can get in contact um, with so us? So
1: on Instagram, we are Poor Life Decision One Decision because we are changing them one at a time, and then on Twitter, we are PLD Pod, and um, like I said, we're always here to talk. We're super chat. We're Mississippi girls, so we- hospitality is a thing. And nobody's a stranger so <laughs> please talk to us we would love to hear from y'all um tell us about your poor life decisions um, and we will definitely research it and help you to make better decisions and then uh, leave yeah. us a review on Apple music so other people can find it. please and please thank and you. thank you thank you your hair looks nice today. <laughs> Wait,
2: you should you should see how I just turned and looked at <laughs> how I just started to look at my laptop like you can see me?
0: You black, and black and when each other. Like
1: natural and When I was first growing dread, like I would mean, if I saw somebody with a bad hair day I'd be like your hair looks nice, because I know how I felt when my hair <laughs> looked nice. So that's always my go to. Yes. This has been another episode of Poor Life Decision. We love you a lot. We hope to hear from you. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Your bitch won't party with Claudia. Cardi in a Ferrari, oh. diamonds all over my body, shining Cardi. all over my body. Cardi got my your body. bitch on Molly, bitch you ain't gang, you lame. Belly truck laying the lane, dog the brain. I go insane,
0: insane. I drop a chuck on the chain, fuck up a chuck in the flame. Credit taken, man, you upset. Uh. Right. Cardi got rich, they upset. Oh, well. yeah. Cardi put the pussy on upset. Cardi, right. yeah. Cardi, big brain on upset. <laughs>